Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. Sam Crowley here. Question for you. Can you find inspiration in someone who is broken? Uh, let, me, let, me, uh, let me dive a little bit deeper into that. If you see someone who just is, uh, like I said, just a broken person, can you be inspired by that individual? They're down and out. Uh, life is almost, you know, just treated them horribly or not even that they've just made absolute terrible decisions in their life can you be inspired by that i say heck yeah heck yeah you can't uh i'm inspired by that let me frame it because you're probably like what where is this guy going so let me take you back to 2012 and that year the beginning of that year well kind of like spring of that year uh right around april or so i had made a decision that I was going to find my dad and I was going to meet him. You know, I, you know, I think I met the guy. As a matter of fact, I know I did because there's old cassette tapes. Remember those? Of my voice on a cassette tape and my dad's voice on a cassette tape at the same time. He and my mom had been divorced. I think they he left when she was three months old. Left her to raise eight kids by herself. So I think he came back a couple of times. And, you know, there was a recording around Christmas or something where he and I were singing some song on the piano. I have absolutely zero recollection of it. So I was turning 44 years old that year, and I, was, and I don't know why. I was just like, you know, I'm going to go find the guy. And so uh, got his contact information, found out he's in Annapolis, Maryland. And I think, God, did I reach? I think I sent an email. Boy, it, it was 10 years ago. It seems like it was yesterday. But I think I sent him an email and uh, let him, hey, hey, Dad, which I'd never said those words before. Hey, Dad, it's Sam. Uh, hey, I want to connect with you. I'm going to be in the area. You know, let's set a date next month. Well, being in the area, I was visiting a buddy of mine in Hershey, Pennsylvania, my best friend, uh, Mike, and known Mike since I was a kid, best man at my wedding. I mean, God, we like brothers, you know, the kind of person you could finish each other's sentences even if you haven't talked for six months. So I was going to uh, hang out with Mike in Hershey on a Friday night, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and uh, Annapolis, Maryland, it's right around the Baltimore area. So it's probably a couple hour drive from uh, central slash southern Pennsylvania. So I drove to Hershey Thursday night. And uh, my wife's like, uh, good luck. I'm like, yeah, I'm praying for you. I'm like, yeah, I have. She goes, what do you expect? I go, I have no idea. Never seen the guy. So I don't know. I'm 44. That puts him around 85 or so at the time. And um, I go, I don't know. I have no idea. But the one thing I want to make sure, and I don't even know if he needed to hear this. I just wanted to forgive the guy. I have no idea if he was, if he held any, you know, you know, just 
sorrow or guilt for leaving my mom to raise eight kids and not and never being there at all, you know, for my childhood or anything. I had no idea, but I just want to let them know, hey, you're forgiven, man. Um, so anyway, I was going through, a, and still am, I'm always in a spiritual walk, always. I'm always, I don't do it perfectly, by no stretch. Am I somebody that you would want to model most likely and to get into the kingdom of heaven? But look, I'm a, I'm a sinner and I acknowledge that. Only through the grace of God will I enter, you know, the gates of heaven. But I'm always up front with that, you know. Um, I love the I love the Christian journey with God and with the Holy Spirit. I absolutely love it. Don't always hit it, you know, a ten out of ten. But man, I'm trying. God knows I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying hard, God. You know I am. So I got the Hershey Thursday night. This was the first week of May, and. Um, I got to uh, my buddy Mike's house. We hung out, played golf with him on Friday. Might have been a couple of beers involved, downtown Hershey Friday night. And then I got up Saturday morning and I made the trek to uh, Annapolis, Maryland. And uh, I had his address. So when I when I pu- pulled up to his uh, you know apartment slash condo, whatever it was, took a deep breath and I said, man, now it's hitting me. Like this is pretty flipping crazy. And so I uh, knocked on the door and uh, took a deep breath. My dad opened the door and says, hey, Sammy, come on. And he's this old, bent-over kind of guy, you know, feeble. I mean, my God, he looked 120 pounds soaking wet. Tall dude. I could tell back in his day he was tall. We're all tall. Me and my brother's pretty much. I'm six foot one. And, um, you know, so I, I could tell back in the day the dude had it going on most likely. Um, so... Anyway, uh, walked in, some small talk, and uh, was just staring him up and down. And this is what I mean about getting inspiration. And so I'm, I'm really going to drive this point home. Just hang with me, okay? So, you know, we, we got back into my car. We drove up to a coffee shop, and uh, I grabbed a cup of coffee. I think he got like a crayon apple juice or something. And we were just like, okay. So he goes, my God, Sam, look at you. Holy cow, strong, good looking. Man, you really turned out good. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, for, yeah, you know, coming from a parent, they always throw compliments, right? No matter if I was that or not. I'm sure every, every parent thinks their kid is great looking, smart, turned out great. So we just started talking. And here's the, here's the funny thing. As I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, my God, this dude is broken. I mean, he is broken. He's got no money, no health, really. Um, was living, he had a roommate at the time, so 85 years old, has a roommate. The place wasn't all that nice, to be honest with you. And I'm like, man, they're only for the grace of God, there go I, you know? And I started drawing these parallels to like, boy, my life could have ended up like this. If I took a few wrong turns, got with the wrong crowd, you know, this could have been me. And as he's talking, because, you know, every... People take for granted when you grow up with a parent. You're like, do you know how your mom and dad met? How your mom and dad met? Well, I didn't know how my mom and dad met. Um, you know, you know what was going on before you were born and your older siblings were around. Mom and dad filled you in. You know, that's what we do with our kids. You know, we tell Susan, well, when Madeline was your age, she played with American girls and she had this one. So they kind of fill in all that. I didn't really have anything filled in. You know, prior to 1968, when I was born, I had no idea what was going on in the house, you know, other than what my brothers and sisters had told me. So I wanted to hear it from my dad. You know, how do you and mom meet? You know, when when did you get married? Where did you get married? You know, got all this information. And I thought that was really cool. Like, I thought that was really cool. And so as the conversation went on for an hour or so, we're sitting at the same table. And I'm just kind of, you know, sipping my coffee. And he's, you know, milking his cran apple juice and 
you know, we kind of strung it out a while. And then we went over to a park and sat on a bench and had a conversation. And that's when I was drawing inspiration. Like, I don't ever want to have a broken family. I don't ever want to go broke. I want to keep my health, you know, and I want to be as financially abundant as the Lord will let me be. Like, I want to maximize my talents while I am still alive on earth. Like I want to squeeze every bit of toothpaste out of this tube of life. And that's why it's drawing all this information. Like, wow, thank you, God. I mean, thank you for showing me all of this. You know, and I just felt sorry for my dad. Didn't feel one ounce. And I'm and I, I swear to God, I mean I'm not blowing smoke or anything. I felt not one ounce of anger towards this man. I just felt sorry for him. That this is how his life ended up. You know, not being a part of his family, his kids, not seeing any of his kids grow up. You know, regardless of how good or bad the marriage was with my mom, I, I felt just incredibly sorry for this guy. Now, keep in mind, I wasn't around for any of the terrible stuff that he may have done, so I don't have any recollection of that. I should hate this guy or anything. I just felt sorry. And I said, hey, hey, Dad, you know what? I just need you to hear this from me one time and take it for what it's worth. I just want to let you know that I forgive you. You know, I don't know if you're carrying any guilt. No clue, but I just want to let you know that I forgive you. All right. He's like, well, you know, I tried to be there when all in excuse mode. I tried to be there for you, but this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, hey, great. I get it, dude. I get it. Totally good. No, I'm not even here to ask you why you left. I, I, I never once asked him why you left. Just wanted to let you know you're forgiven. But when I was driving home, and, you know, we, we embraced. I drove, him back, I drove him back to his place and gave him a big hug and said, hey, uh, I'll see you hopefully soon. And I did. I actually spoke at an event in Washington, D.C. the following year. And I made sure to stop by, gave him a signed copy of my book, you know, and it was pretty cool. And uh, hung out with him again. I think we went to the same coffee shop. It wasn't as, you know, eventful as the first time because there's only one first time. But it was good, you know. And then my dad passed away, God, I think it was at 2013, maybe a year later. Uh, so I got a chance to see him before he died. But as I was driving home or driving back to Hershey because I stayed at my buddy's Mike's house that night, but I was done, like, I was so tired. I remember I got back to his house. Mike wasn't there. I think he was at his son's baseball game or something. And I just went right to his basement where they had a bed set up for me. And I just crashed. And it was probably 7 at night. And I didn't get up until 7 the next day. I mean, I was exhausted, not only from being out late the night before, but making that trip and just all the mental exhaustion, everything went with it. But I remember driving back uh, to Hershey that night after the meeting thinking, damn, that could be me. Like that very easily could have been me. And I was so inspired to never have that be my life, that I was always going to be involved in my kid's life. I was going to fight like hell with my marriage, you know, to keep it together. Not that it was falling apart, but you know what I mean, right? I mean, just I was going to fight to keep the family unit as best I could. I mean, every family's dysfunctional. Tony Robbins says, show me a family that's not dysfunctional, and I'll show you a family that's lying. You know, we all have our issues. I'm no different than you. You know, nobody's family is perfect. Nobody's got it figured out. But I remember saying, I'm going to fight, man. I'm going to fight for our family and, and marriage and finances. And, you know, I'm going to do the best I can. So when my kids are 44, 45 years old, they're going to look at that and say, you know what? The guy wasn't perfect, but he was there for us. You know, he was there for us. I drew so much inspiration from that meeting. And I'm so happy. And it didn't go anywhere near how I thought it was going to go, you know. And by that, I mean... I didn't ever think that I was going to have these thoughts afterwards, like be so inspired. I thought I was going to be driving home, you know, 
regretting that I didn't have a dad and what would have been like, you know, I was a big baseball player looking out from shortstop and over the fence, there's my dad cheering me on. I never had any of that driving back from that meeting. All I thought about was I'm able to change generations of my family because I stayed in the game. You know, regardless of all of the curveballs that life threw me, I was at least able to stay in the game. And I never gave up. And that's the stuff that drives me, man. I draw I draw inspiration from that. Now, I don't go around looking at homeless people being inspired. Like, oh, I got it better than you. That's not it at all. I mean, it's a complete 180 from that. It's the opposite. It's that meeting that I had on that Saturday in May that really just flipping flip the switch in me even more and I had a lot of juice at the time to get going with this thing and to keep it going I had a couple of you know big wins in the business and speaking and things like that had already been podcasting seven years or so but I just wanted to keep it going I wanted to get better I never wanted to settle and yeah man that was uh that was a pretty cool time so I share this story with you not to look at people who are lesser off than you are and say I'm better than you That's not it at all. I'm saying that if you've got anything going on like that in your family or or people that you see, to have empathy towards them, you know, and to also realize that you've been given this gift to be able to do what you want to do. And for you not to do it is a crime, in my opinion. I mean, it's a crime because when I left there, I'm like, there is no way I am not going to go full throttle towards my dream and try to be the absolute best version. Uh, you know, with the talents that God gave me. He gave me certain talents. He gave you certain talents. It's up to us to discover what those are. Take that and go crazy with it, man. Just, you know. And so that's uh, that's as best as uh, I can phrase it for you today. That's why I always joke. Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, people are like, hey, you should be a pastor. You're like, no, 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 no. I would, uh, I, I, I think people would leave my church if uh, if I were a pastor. I may end up saying something. Well, not may end up. I know I'd end up saying something that would offend somebody. So I think I'll stay right here in this uh, podcasting space. And the reason I I use that pastor line is because I don't ever start this podcast with a script. I don't even have a bullet point. I just hit record and I go. And I just want to make sure that the message you get and the message that you receive is always one of motivation, inspiration, empowerment, that if I can do it, you can do it. And you probably got way greater gifts and skill sets than I'll ever have. But you got to use them. You know what I got to mean? You got to you, you you have to use them, and don't be afraid. You may offend somebody. You may not be everybody's cup of tea. You will not be everybody's cup of tea. But boy, you got something special inside. All right. Hey, would you also do me a favor? We're close. We're close to a thousand ratings on iTunes right now. Go ahead and hit a five star rating on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. Helps other people find the podcast, just like you found it. And uh, my goal is to get this message out to millions, if not billions, with a B of people. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Let's do it. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Every Day is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready?
Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.